As much as I would love to talk about another Scream movie, we have to wait until 2022 to do that. That's only one more year. Actually, it's a few months. It's I think it's January 2022. Is that when it's coming out? I think so. In January? Yeah. Will we rewatch all of these films in preparation? Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> but, surprise... We watched three more, more vampire, vampire movies. movies yeah. We watched the same movie that we talked about last week three times, three more times. Eating Soup Alone is a podcast hosted by me, Christopher Crumlin, and co-hosted by Nicholas Johnson. We try our best to ramble incoherently about a handful of movies at least once a week. So you love this movie. It's a mockumentary. It's from a little country. I think it's called New Zealand. Yes, not old Zealand. It's from New Zealand, directed by Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clemens. Taika Waititi. Yes. That's how you say it? Taika Waititi. Okay. He's directed... uh, Oh, fuck, what's that movie called? Can't remember it. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Um, It's going to drive me crazy. I'm going to look it up. Okay. And Jermaine Clemens of... Flight of the Concords fame. Flight of the Concords fame. Well, yeah. As well as his buddy, Brett, at least, I think. Is Brett involved in this movie? No. But, uh... His uh, buddy Brett, I believe, won a, something like an Academy Award for his work on the, the Muppets, Muppets soundtrack, yeah. cool. which is a movie that I like. A for lot. the Wilder people, That's never heard of that. I hear it's good. I haven't seen it. I'd like to though. I love Jojo Rabbit though. Talk I haven't seen this. that one either. We should watch that soon. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. So, anyways, this is a movie I've seen before. It's a movie I've seen before. This is a movie. I went on Blu-ray. It was bought for me from a garage sale. Wow. Yeah, I've been wanting to see it for a while. My family have been like, oh, you got to see it. You got to see it. You got to see it. And um, I knew I had to see it eventually, you know. So I was like, okay, I'll get to I'll get to what do we do with the shadows. And then eventually I got to it, and hey. Chris is making a lot of faces right now. Like, hey. It's my De Niro face. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's not bad. It's pretty good. Not the well, the Nero face is pretty good, but the movie's also pretty alright. Yeah, movie's really good. Yeah, uh, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, even before I saw these vampire movies, really appreciate this one. Um, any new appreciation with all of the context garnished? Or? A little bit here and there, but I still yeah. think it works by itself just fine yeah. without it. Yeah. Um, I was reading online. That the only people who had the script were Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. Like okay. they wouldn't let anybody else see the script because <sighs> they were so like, fun. "This is just what the scene is." Because they wanted it to be as improvised as possible. Yeah. So yeah, I know everybody says that about modern comedy movies all the time, but mm-hmm. I think this movie is like a ninety percent improv. Okay. Which is really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every time I watch this movie, I remember being like, "Yeah, this movie's pretty funny." And then I watch it, I'm like, "Fuck, this movie is so funny. I yeah. love, I love it. I just." And it just kind of goes and goes and goes, and it feels almost like a season of a TV show. Mm-hmm. But it works. My, uh, there's like, 
three plots in it, like three yeah. stories that go on. Not, and I don't mean like an A, a plot, a B plot, and a C plot. I mm-hmm. mean like one thing happens, wraps up, another thing happens, wraps up, mm-hmm. and then another thing happens and wraps up. Yeah, it's also interesting. Uh, I don't know. I've just been thinking about it. I, I've never seen the entirety of This Is Spinal Tap. Really? Uh, yeah, but that's probably the earliest example of mockumentary I can think of. You know? And then just a little while later, you kind of got, like, the idea of The Office, which is like, hey, what if it yeah. was a mockumentary about something as unglamorous as possible? You know, and then that kind of becomes Parks and Rec, and then YouTube kind of runs with it. You know, like, I remember seeing one series where, like, it was like a, you know, like a theater class or something that was shot in the same vein as, uh, you know, The Office and shit like that. Um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, this is probably... Uh, at least to this point, the farthest I've seen the idea taken. Yeah. Maybe it might have second place to the SNL skit about being just an average guy who works in the Death Star, I think. Isn't that a thing yeah, that yeah, exists? Yeah. 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 Um, I say that in jest, though. This is, you know, this is, this is, uh, you know. It's just funny. I guess you can, like, what, the Spinal Tap is, what, like, 84 or something? Yeah, something like that. So it took like mm, 30 years for them to be like, what about mockumentary about a vampires? That's how long it takes to get to vampires. Is how, do you f- how do you feel about uh, mockumentary just being kind of like a style of shooting something now? Instead of like, you know, the office happened and it, it worked and it kicked it off. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, the entire time they're like, ah, oh, there's cameras here and this and that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how the show ends as the yeah. documentary comes out. But then there's shows like Parks and Rec and Modern Family that are just like just shot like that. Like yeah. they have talking heads and stuff, but they never pay attention, mm. pay any mind to it. Yeah. Visually nails on a chalkboard. Conceptually yeah. nails on a chalkboard. I much, much prefer it when the show is it, like it's actually like, oh hey, we were making a documentary yeah, eventually. Much better. Because um, if it just looks like that, then I uh, I'm just pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right on the dot. The Spinal Tap's eighty four. <laughs> right again, and I'm pissed. God, why'd you have to bring that up? Now I'm pissed. Sorry. No, it's okay. Anyways, um, three vampires. You've seen it. I've seen it. Four vampires. Five eventually. Yeah. Five vampires. I think six eventually. Six eventually. Well, technically, yeah, I guess so. Much more if you count the end. Yeah. Anyways, first we meet Taika. Yes. I don't remember. I don't remember any of these vampires' names except for Vlad. Viago is his name. Viago. Viago is a, is T uh, is T's name. He's like an old school dandy, and he's yeah. like a just a three hundred years or so. We're on the revolution times. Three hundred eighty nine years, something mm-hmm. like that. You know. I like how I mean, I might be jumping the gun here, but I like how all of them are different vampires and mm-hmm. different eras of vampires. Which one would you call this one? I'd say he's like the. Um, like a spoof of the Bella Lugosi. Yeah, thing, I was gonna maybe? say he's like a Bella Lugosi kind of like spoof? just a fancy man who is yeah. also a vampire. Mm-hmm. And then there is Vlad the kind of disrespecting my boy, but I'll it's fine. slide. Yeah, it's very funny because Bella's my boy. Yeah, and then there's Vlad. Vlad the poker, who is obviously the Gary Oldman yeah, <laughs> that yeah, I didn't yeah, notice yeah. until after seeing it last night. Which spoilers for us talking about that? That was a piece of shit movie. Oh fuck that movie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's yeah, uh, just he's edgy and he's got the hair and he tortures people and he yeah. turns into the old guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Deacon. 
Deacon. What kind yeah. of vampire is he? I was assuming Lost Boys because they made that yeah. Lost Boys reference. Yeah. Which is Because I kind of wanted to see the Lost Boys, actually. I don't think I'm done with the vampire train. There's a big part of me that's like, hey, I got to stop listening to these spooky podcasts like Lore. And let's put the fucking horror movie to the side for a second. I want to listen to Heavyweights. And, like, I should probably see a ghost story <laughs> and, like, a marriage story. You don't and anything need to, that's you, a hey, blank story. Hey, spoilers. Yeah. You don't need to see a ghost story. I know. I know. But whatever. Anyways. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm gonna keep listening to the Lord. Yeah. I'm gonna watch the Lost Boys, um, Shadow of the Vampire, Interview of the Vampire, uh, The Vampire, 1932. These are all on the list. These are all gonna be watched by me. So anyway, you got Deacon, the 80s, 90s vampire. I assume, yeah. Yeah, you're not Twilight. And then you have the new guy, Nick. You don't even know bit. Dracula is. And he's, I guess, Twilight. And then you have Peter, who is Nosferatu living in the basement. Oh yeah. That's so fucking funny. It's so good. I love the... Uh, that's another, one of my favorite gags is... Uh, all of them talking about their origin story. And it is like, my favorite part of the movie. And it was Peter. Yeah. yeah. I, one day I was selling my wares, and he goes yeah. on this big... And this yeah. demon spread its wings above me and said, yeah. drink my blood. And I drank its blood. And I became a vampire. And that was Peter. And we've yeah. been friends ever since. Um, um, more than that, I probably like anytime someone's talking with Peter, though, like Viago trying to just <laughs> talk to like his normal guy, or uh, we're even having when, a house meeting in about yeah. ten minutes. You don't yeah. have to come. <laughs> or uh, even when um, Twilight has to talk to him later, he's like, "Yeah, my my mate's gonna come around, and you know, you shouldn't need him. We all kind of got an agreement. I think they like him more than like me, you know." Um, is Peter coming to the meeting? Peter is 8,000 years, 8, years old. He does not need to. <laughs> That's very funny, yeah. But I, yeah, I love how, I love how this movie is just real, like, at times I'm like, fuck, that's a really good vampire joke. Yeah. And then other times I'm laughing because he's just like a biscotti over mm-hmm. and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll say the main three vampires definitely kill it. They all have their time to shine, oh, for yeah. sure. I guess the fourth, if you want to add in Peter, it's just so... I wish there was more Peter, but also oh, maybe yeah. the magic is that there's so little Peter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I, I, just real quick, another one that I fucking... I, I can't believe how much I enjoyed on this watch around is like when they're... when when uh, What the fuck is the human guy's name? Oh, uh, Doug. Doug, yeah. When he sets up a laptop for them, they're watching a sunset on YouTube, and one of them goes, shit. <laughs> so funny. And if we hit images, we can see pictures of virgins. Oh. <laughs> she, she's not a virgin. After, but anyways. Um, yeah. So anyways. Uh, yeah. Decent. Moves along at a great pace. Great gags. Um, it's almost, I would say, is this spoof territory? Yeah. This is like a spoof almost, right? It's a spoof. It's a mockumentary. Yeah, it's all that. Kind of a spoof. Because I've made the statement before, and I think you've agreed that spoofs are, for some reason, the funniest. Sometimes, yeah. In comedies. Yeah. Like, there's so Airplane, a, a young Frankenstein. Like, there's so many good bits that aren't even like, hey, we're taking this thing from this movie. No, and it's just spoofing the idea of vampires. Yeah, like... like when like, Viago bites her in the neck, and he's like, oh, f- oh shit, and it's spraying her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, when they're going out to the club, and they're, A, before they're going out, they're trying on different clothes, and they're drawing each other yes. to show them. Or like Fantastic. Because they can't see themselves in mirrors. Yes. And then when they eventually start going out to the clubs, yes. and they ha- can't get into any clubs because they have to be invited in because yeah. they're vampires, mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah, I would say that it, it reminds me a lot of like uh, Young Frankenstein in the sense that... Um, Young Frankenstein is frequently considered to be like uh, so much a love letter to Golden Age horror films that it might as well just be the fourth Frankenstein movie mm-hmm. that happens to be funny. Um, yeah, I mean, from a writing standpoint, like the, the the basis of the jokes. Yeah, I 
I'm being exaggeratory, but yeah, genius, very clever. It's obvious that uh, Taika and perhaps Jermaine are both very big fans, or at least very knowledgeable of the vampire, uh, whatever. Yeah. And they've got, yeah, really interesting uh, kind of twists on all of these little things that we all know about, right? Like the idea that they can't see each other, or the, themselves in the mirror, and yada, yada, yada. Um, had nothing to back that up <laughs> uh, also i i don't i yeah i know you haven't seen it but um show's pretty good too yeah um i remember watching the first few episodes when they like aired and being like uh these kind of just feel like jokes that weren't good enough to be in the movie uh-huh but then after a few episodes it finds its footing and it's pretty good um it's a whole new group of vampires who live in like staten island i think mm. um Spoilers of these three guys show back up toward the end. Mm. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I love the uh, have to be bought in or invited in. Um, you might have to edit this little portion. A fun twist on the show that they do is they introduce a vampire who isn't like a spoof on any like movie or like known vampire at all. There's... On the TV show, are the main three? Are they also kind of spoofs? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, the main three are kind of analogs for the folks in the movie. Okay. But they're a little different. Like, one of them's a lady, because it's 2019, Chris. Mm. Um, but the fourth one who lives in their house isn't Peter. It's this guy. I can't remember his name, but he's just a normal-looking man, and he's a energy vampire, and he sucks the energy out of people, and he's just a guy at an office who's just like, oh, yeah, how to... Ooh, I had to reorganize all my whatever this weekend. And, oh, boy, let me tell you, when I get to that, and just showing people in the office just, like, and just fall asleep. Mm. And when I first saw that, I was like, ugh, okay. And then as it goes on, I'm like, oh, fucking love this guy. He's great. <laughs> yeah. uh, how about this? How about werewolves show up at one point? That's pretty Twilight. Oh, I lo- uh, 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 Murray from... Mm-hmm. Flight fame. Uh, Reese Darby, I believe his name is. We're, we're, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. Yeah, it's not so the good, only yeah. time he plays a were. Yeah? Creature. Oh, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's yeah. a lizard man he's, or whatever. Yeah. No, yeah, no. I think it's, I don't know, so like technically in production, mm-hmm. but there's a plan to do a sequel to this movie called We Are Wolves. Mm-hmm. Like We Are Wolves with mm-hmm. those guys who are the werewolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Interesting. Also, I believe Doug in this movie that guy that actor yeah. not an actor just a guy that they found that they were like this guy's great let's put him in the movie well on the topic of the werewolves real quick i also like again treated with the same care yeah they were in sweatpants because they don't want to rip up their shits they're chaining themselves because they don't want to go up around eating little girls with you know trying to keep a handle on it they're trying to calm themselves down when they get angry so they don't turn you know it's great. Love Those are all fun gags. Those are all fun bits. Anyways, so, I mean, I'm at the point where I'm wrapping up, you know? I like the movie. I think it's clever. It's very funny. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Do you have anything else you want to say in passing before we rate this beautiful piece of cinema? No, I don't think so. Good movie. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Very funny. Yeah. I give it an A. I'm going to give it B plus. Fuck you. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Can't get everything in A. I guess. But I can give this an A. So I get some. Yeah. yeah. Good movie. Oh. Two fangs way up. Two fangs way up. <laughs> but I tell you what gets two fangs way down. 
Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's piece Dracula. Of shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. High hopes for this piece of shit. I really did have mm-hmm. high hopes. Because uh, I've heard through the grapevine that everybody's like, yeah, it's okay, but it's visually interesting. Yeah, I hear it's like a it's like a, a filmmaker's movie. Yeah. Like, to watch it and be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. The ma- the, thinking about how they made this movie, that's really impressive. All of that was overshadowed for me by just mm-hmm. what a piece of dog shit this movie is. Yeah, like, even Roger Ebert or whatever, like, his thing was like, yeah, give it, like, a three out of five or whatever, mainly because, excuse me, all these costumes are crazy and the sets are crazy and stuff. Aesthetically does almost nothing for me, except two things. One, the opening battle scenes where the armies are silhouetted over the red sky. I love that. And then there's a scene towards the tail end where you went piss, where they're like on a snowy hillside and they come to this nice little cliff. And again, it's kind of got like a a very dramatically colored sky. I think it might be like red and blue at this point. And then very white, white snow. And it's obviously a set, much Mm -hmm. like the beginning. And I was like, yeah, this is striking too. I like this a lot. Otherwise, hate his weird little glasses that he wears on the streets of London. Yeah, the yeah. Hate it. Hate it. List it. I hate it. Keanu Reeves does a shit job. Okay, yeah. Winona Ryder, beautiful. I love you. You're so interesting and smart, but fuck, that was an awful job. Like, Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, before we get too far, movie starts, he's in that weird, like, muscle armor. Hate it. With the horns. Love uh, it. Well, yeah, love I guess it. I'm 50-50 on it. There's a part of me that hates it. There's a part of me that loves it. Oh, I love it. Um, you're right it is I dumb. probably just oh, love it it's dumb but i love it and yeah, then, yeah like that's a good said, way to put it yeah they're in that weird church and then he goes out and it's uh, the red sky and everything's so oh wait wedded. he says i renounce god though that was dope and he comes back and yeah. his wife has killed herself because she thinks he's dead and uh they're like well you know she killed herself and god's not gonna look too kindly upon that so she's in hell and he's like I went out fighting for this church, for this land, and this is what I get? Yeah. And they're like, hey, watch your tongue. That's sacrilege. God wouldn't like that. And he goes, I renounce God. I renounce God. And I'm like, yeah. this is the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. And great five-minute opening Great there. five yeah. minutes. And then immediately you get to Keanu Reeves going, well, jolly good. And I'm like, oof. Yeah. Keanu Reeves dog shit in this movie yeah not good winona ryder doing her best i think but this yeah. movie's dog shit doing her best for um, her uh. friend lucy dog shit yeah uh, don't like i don't like hannibal lecters as van helsing no. honestly i feel like gary oldman would have made a better van helsing yeah probably because we both agreed i don't think gary oldman should have been picked for dracula yeah, gary oldman sucks in this Doesn't movie do a good job i, I don't love, think yeah I, I love everybody in this movie but i hate everybody in this movie yeah well you mentioned it and i'll agree with you that it's just it seems like everybody was missing cast like i'd rather yeah. see them play something else in this movie you know who'd have made a great uh, dracula who anthony hopkins yeah 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 that would have been a great dracula gary oldman as van helsing oh yeah that's badass yeah that's badass yeah imagine that in your head i'm trying yeah um did not like gary oldman's like modern update serious method actor mm-hmm. intense version of bella lugosi accent yeah and there were a lot of times where i couldn't hear him like when he became a batman it was just like yeah and I then like- everybody was talking about that i'm like they like he said words <laughs> <laughs> i like uh i like old titty headed dracula he's yeah that's scary. a good look yeah but then when he's a long oh. hair mustache dracula that's another scene i love when keanu Reeves is shaving and cuts himself and then Dracula's like, oh, and he like turns his back to the camera. And just real quick, he was like, and like licks it yeah, real quick. Yeah, it's creepy. Like, yeah. Oh, creepy. Oh. But also, it's two, 
two scenes in this movie do that to me. When he does that, yeah. I like it because it reminds me of, spoilers, the better Werner Herzog's Nosferatu. Yeah. And then there's a watch scene that thing again. where a woman gets killed by Dracula and he comes in as a dog or a wolf or whatever and just mauls her to death. Yeah. And then there's a real quick shot of her room, of her bed, and a bunch of blood comes in from the sides of the screen. And I'm like, oh, I liked that. And then immediately I was like, oh, no, I liked that because it reminds me of The Shining. Yeah. That's the only reason I like it. Let's talk about what the fuck moments. Thought it was wild that he turned into a wolfman and then fucked that girl right in front of Winona Ryder as the wolfman. I think it's insane that he turns into a wolfman in general and yeah. then, yeah, does a rape. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that was a what the fuck moment. Well, you, got, you got one? Um, When he turns into a Batman at the end, <laughs> instead of a man or a bat, he's just, like, halfway between. Yeah. And it's like... You get the feeling of like, ooh, this is his true form. But also at the same time, I get a feeling old him is his true form. And yeah. the beast, wolf, werewolf is his true form. Turns and into like, too many things. Turns into too many things. Way yeah. too many things. Yeah. In my opinion, also, just the idea of turning into a wolf at all just muddies the water between vampires and werewolves in my mind. Yeah. A little bit. It's it's something I think we've noted about all these movies we've seen besides Shadows. Um the thing that's really cool about Dracula and Nosferatu is they're kind of like just sneaky and ethereal mm-hmm. and working behind the scenes, and I get none of that in this movie. Yeah, this is a really weird, weird, weird depiction of uh, Dracula, in my opinion, that like <sighs> words to describe this Dracula, and I don't appreciate any of them, uh, like sexy, but not actually sexy. Yeah. Romantic, but not actually romantic. Cool, I don't know, obs- but not actually cool. Yeah, like obsessive um jealous vengeful but again it doesn't seem like it doesn't really land it just makes me feel like uncomfortable but not in a cool way like a i'm bored and this isn't really landing kind of like uncomfortable yeah and it feels like a weird like it feels like a modern day remake yes where the old like the old one dracula is like hey your wife's got a good neck so I'm coming for her. <laughs> but in this one, he's like, well, that wife's got a good neck and I'm coming for her because I think she might be the reincarnated soul of my dead wife from 400 years ago. Yeah, it's and always it like she is. convoluted. And then also like, well, what we're really trying to do is be visually striking. Yeah. You know, that's what this feels like. It feels like convoluting the source material to the point that it's no longer effective. And then also striving for something visually striking. And then also tacking on an extra hour. Because there were multiple times where we paused this bitch and we were like, can oh you believe? God. This movie's almost three hours. We had to watch it with commercials. <laughs> yeah. And we stuck all the way through. Yeah. Like, I think a good, almost, no, probably not even, probably 30 minutes in. I was like, hey, Chris, we could also watch not this movie. And you're yeah. like, uh, I'm going to finish it. I'm like, fuck, yeah. I guess I'm going to finish it. Two, and then we did. We watched 70 Charmin Ultra commercials yeah. along with this movie. Oh, this is the first movie in a long time that I've actually, like, sort of pretty much regretted watching. Yeah. What a commitment. But you know what? For you... so little. I guess now I have that experience and yeah, that context, you know, but God, fuck. But you know what you won't regret? Huh? Signing up for FanDuel, where you can gamble from the <laughs> comfort of your home, Chris, and you can cash out without going to the cage. Well, you let's talk about right that. Your phone. Let's talk about that for a second. Um... I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but fucking, could we just not do everything from our home anymore? Like, and I mean specifically apps. 
Like, where are these all these apps like, oh, why don't you shop from home? Why don't you gamble from home? I, but I like the idea of leaving my house from time to time, and other people doing it so too, and I like seeing people sometimes. I feel like... And it also seems really dangerous, the gambling specifically. I I'm telling like, you, this isn't going to go well. Yeah, no, I feel like online gambling has been a problem for, you know, decades at this point. Yeah, but there's a certain threshold that's been crossed legally recently. What do you mean? I think there's something to do with the legality of, like, uh, FanDuel just being, like, something you could have as an app on your phone. I'm pretty sure, like, as of last year, there was some sort of, like, uh, here in Michigan specifically, like, some sort of bill that passed or something that, like, allowed them to cross a certain, like, threshold with, like, their practices. I, I, I have almost no information for you other than the fact that, like, that's why you see so many FanDuel commercials and DraftKings and all that over the last, like, year specifically. Because there was some kind of, like something that changed i wish i had more information for yeah, you i don't see a huge difference between it being an app to just you know www.onlinegambling.com mm-hmm. mm-hmm. whatever those things are called but i have noticed a lot getting a lot of commercials for like FanDuel and other yeah. stuff like that you're right and at the end of all the ones like what audio ones i hear there's mm-hmm. a little sing that's like if you or someone you know has a mm-hmm. gambling problem go to www.ivagamblingproblem.com or something like that i know a girl who lives with her mother doesn't want to but just kind of has to out of necessity you know oh here we go i have some information for you www.letsgambleusa has something for me okay uh i could read the whole thing or i could try to fast forward to Hold oh on. here's online gambling in michigan all right here you go um in uh, 2007, whatever the fuck was followed by two bills sponsored by senators here in Michigan, yada, 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 which shared similar fates. Um, the hope being that local gambling uh, enthusiasts were focused on, uh, you know, a bill that did end up passing, whatever, we'll talk about it in a second. This new bill that was introduced by blah, blah, blah in 2017 and was passed, yada, yada, yada. I read that for no reason because it was not what I was looking for. What I was looking for was... Yeah, da, 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 da. right here perhaps section 432 of michigan statutes make it illegal to offer any gambling services without holding a license but there's no denying the fact that none of the regulations refer to online gambling or mention any penalties for playing on a licensed site so anyways apparently the problem was and i'll i'm coming to a finer point that michigan law didn't necessarily say anything about online gambling until in 2019 when hb 4916 was passed making michigan online gambling legal the new law made online and mobile casino games sports betting and poker uh, betting legal in michigan so that's what it was was that it was not necessarily illegal before it was just in a legal gray area so like it was kind of offered but not super backed Mm -hmm. and now you can just like blatantly be like bet mgm grand yeah online from your couch you know yeah i have uh like i was saying earlier uh girl, exponential growth yeah girl i work with lives with her mom in ads um what i just said in ads oh yes. okay lives with her mom doesn't want to live with her mom kind of just has to yeah lives with her mom and her younger brothers who are all like 15 and under all right which one of them's addicted the mom Oh, okay. <laughs> the mom is a waitress, works like two days a week, makes, you know, waitress money. Yeah. And Which can be good. Depends it, on what your waitress. Not if you work two days a week. Yeah. Um, 
in online gambles. Mm-hmm. And she's online gambles all of her money away and never has any money and is like stealing money from her sons and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. So online gambling's bad news. Yes, it is. Um, also, we're mentioning this because there was a bunch of FanDuel ads during the movie. I don't think we ever mentioned that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's worth mentioning. Um, and probably since we're bringing it up, right? Like, uh, let's just say... Uh, here we go. Here we go. Um, no shame. You got a problem? Here's a number. 1-800-270-7117. Boom. There you go. We're helping. Yeah. Also, we dislike this movie so much that we're talking more passionately about online gambling than the actual much more interesting topic oh yeah Yeah. for sure how about that's very dangerous oh yeah but anyways go ahead how about the Charmin ultra max roll couldn't give a shit commercials are crazy yeah anytime i have to watch television commercials yeah fucking what the hell yeah i mean i don't want to i really don't want to get all bill hicks or anything like that but like it is really genuinely wild like that there's just a whole industry around yeah uh remind people that we sell cars yeah and then you make the little thing and then it shows on tv and it's like hey chevrolet and i'm like oh yeah yeah yeah. chevrolet i see them all the time yeah Yeah, wow cars it's something i don't understand because like car commercials yeah chevy makes a car commercial they're not showing you commercial to remind you about chevy cars just remind you about cars just to remind you about cars like i don't see enough fucking exactly that's what i don't i'm like i'm not hey i'm not gonna forget about cars okay not gonna forget about cars i see i'm not gonna forget most things i'm not gonna gonna forget forget vacuums i'm not gonna forget ice cream i'm not gonna forget mcdonald's yeah i and also isn't it insane to think about how just the wild west of the internet how that doesn't seem like too long ago I'm sold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still pissed. I can remember a yeah. time when YouTube didn't have apps. I, I, I'm like, still pissed about it. Like, even every podcast I listen to, like, the only thing I think is, like, pure without ads is this podcast. As for now. I mean, yeah. I swear to God, if we get as, one offer. Oh, as, <laughs> I'll, I'll, do, I'll sell anything. I will sell me money. anything. I'm so broke. Give me dollars. Um, anything. But I think it. I do. I do enjoy. I think it's kind of a testament to like streaming services, like Netflix or Hulu and stuff like that. It's like, hey, pay us fifteen dollars a month. We won't show you no ads. Yeah. I'm like, I, that's something I Bad can definitely ass. live with. Yeah. Um, you I know, eventually that, I should. That's also the thing too. Now there's fucking a thousand of those. And if yeah. you want to watch anything, you have to buy all of them, which is just as much as fucking. Well, that's cable the other thing. I, Netflix is grinding my gears. I get it diversify your bonds and they're doing a cool thing and they're, they're really kudos whatever but also i want to watch the fugitive i don't want to watch your nineteen thousand netflix yeah. originals like that's why i pay for your services because you're supposed to be this back catalog of almost like having a library card where i could just yeah. think i could think like oh god man gremlins too god ah, i'm gonna watch that right now and then i open up netflix and it's like oh did you perhaps want to watch netflix original prom night monsters or Netflix original Gemini, or Netflix original The Arrival After, or and I'm like, no, I wanted to see Gremlins too. That's why I pay the fifteen dollars. Well, yeah, it's like the model I guess now is you have your original shows, mm. like Amazon or Hulu mm. or Netflix, and then you have some of that catalog we're all looking yeah. for. So you pay for all of them, yeah, and then you yeah. spend all that money, and hopefully you stick around with and keep paying for the one that I guess has the best originals. But I gotta that's be the only thing you. that's reliable for them for forever. 
I think I've watched two originals. Yeah. I think I've watched Stranger Things and Making a Murderer. <laughs> I don't know that I've watched I, any other originals. Yeah, I, I don't like Netflix original stuff. Yeah. Compared to other stuff. Like, yeah. It's just... there's Streaming original shows are made for TV movies that are stretched out to eight hours. Mm-hmm. And every episode ends on a cliffhanger, so you watch that next one, which yeah. is whatever I get. But I feel like Netflix is the most egregious with yeah. it. Where, like, the cliffhanger... <gasps> isn't so much a cliffhanger as much as they're just cutting a scene off in the middle. Yeah. Uh, oh, I also watched Atypical. I like the first season. A lot of people told me I would really like Atypical, and I'm like, I, I know everyone thinks I have autism. You, you can, you, you yeah. don't have to. <laughs> this show's not going to help me. Um, but yeah, then there's a, Invincible exists, and I'm happy about that, so all is forgiven. But there's just so many to pay for, and that's one of the big problems is like it's starting to become as expensive as paying for your fucking $150 a month cable plan. I think the only saving grace is that they let you have profiles, so like... And also that there's no ads. Yeah. It's still going to beat out. It's, yeah, so still it's going to beat off. Like, you, you get the profile, so I pay for HBO and yeah. uh, Disney, mm-hmm. and my dad pays for Netflix and Hulu, mm-hmm. and we share. Yeah, that's kind of what I got going on. I could use more of my dad's shit. I just don't. But yeah, I use his Netflix because there's no fucking way I'd pay for Netflix. I'm just going to say it. It's been years since I would gladly oh, yeah. pay for Netflix. Oh, for, absolutely. But yeah. I will happily pay for Hulu. Yeah. I feel very comfortable paying for Hulu. The uh, best thing my dad's ever done for me is pay for Hulu Live TV. Yeah. So I can watch things day after yeah. or like right after. Hell, but also Netflix, if you want us to do an ad for you, I got no qualms yeah, about bum. that. Watch. Selling your soul is selling your soul. I'll sell anything. Hey, everybody, shit. watch Midnight Mass streaming now exclusively on Netflix. The fuck is that? Uh, it's the new show from Mike Flanagan, I believe. He did, like, Bly Manor and Haunted Hill mm-hmm. or Haunted House, whatever mm-hmm. that first season was called. Speaking of haunted houses, I guess Dracula lives in one. The creepiest thing that happens, I guess, is the room where the three women suck on Keanu Reeves for, like, three months. Mm, I wouldn't say it's creepy. It's one of those things, again, that we were talking about earlier. They're like, ooh, this is sexy. And I'm like, no, it's uh, not. No, it just made me uncomfortable. Because the boobs are out. It doesn't make it sexy. Yeah. So anyways, what else happens in this movie? Yeah, I don't know. I guess like a long part A bunch of, it, of bullshit is what Yeah, happens. it's a bunch of bullshit. Like, so Dracula's like courting her for a long time. Also, almost any time a man is talking to a woman, I'm just deeply offended. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It just, they, they, they talk uh, at him in a way where it's like... You might as well be talking to a dog or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the way that men just touch or talk to women in this yeah. movie. I, I. I don't know how to describe it other than like it doesn't seem wholesome. It. Yeah. It seems this movie like, definitely doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Yeah. Because there are two women who talk to each other for a very long time, but I think about sex. <laughs> it's just about men. That's all they talk about. Yeah. It seems like this movie is very like trying to be male-centric, sexy. Yeah, it's fucked up. I thought if you anybody, I mean? Francis Ford Coppola would be the feminist. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't seem, like, sex- sexy in a broad sense. It doesn't seem like an exploration of sexy or an expression of sexy. It seems like it was almost, like, tailored to be male point of view sexy. Yeah. Like, it was trying to be sexy to men. Yeah, like, I uh, I mean, this isn't even sexy, but just it's, I think, a, a symptom of what you're talking about, kind of, when... Dracula meets Winona Ryder for the first time. He's just bothering her and bothering her and bothering mm-hmm. her on the street. And she's Classic. Like, hey, leave me alone. 
just leave me alone. He's like, hey, can't we talk and get a cup of coffee or whatever? He doesn't say that. Just the, you know, Victorian version of whatever yeah. I just said. And she's like, I don't think my husband would be too happy about that. He's like, oh, your husband? Oh, please forgive me. I am so sorry. I will leave you alone forever now. And she's like, oh, okay, let's go get some coffee. Which I don't understand. And I've seen that happen in movies a lot. Yeah. Especially old movies. Yeah. Where something like that happens where, like, a woman's like, actually... Oh, and then the guy's like, hey, but I just didn't understand. Then she's like, Pfft. I no, guess you're not so bad. Yeah, now. I guess I am being a total bitch right yeah. now. Which I didn't think Renona Ryder was being a bitch at all. I think she was. Hey, I don't think there's ever a situation where Renona Ryder could do anything <laughs> and I go, oh, that bitch. Anyways, I mean, what the fuck else happened? Van Helsing shows up. He's weird to a woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it does some other shit. That's kind of his whole thing in this movie. He shows up and he's weird to people. Yeah, just weird. I don't understand it. Tom Waits is in this movie. Still haven't talked about. We totally talked forget, about. Totally we forgot Tom Waits is in this movie. About gambling online for a long time. Tom uh, Waits plays Renfield. Tom Waits. I didn't need him as Renfield. Didn't need Renfield in this movie at all. Uh, do yeah, Renfield was not. They just cut that. to him in a jail cell or a, a sane asylum. He's yeah. like, I eat flies, and then it's yeah. over. Now, all the Tom Waits scenes, scenes felt very Batman Forever yeah, slash very Batman and Robin to me. Yeah. Oh, they felt like other, they felt like Tim Burton instead of those two movies to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like the weird, I could like, see that. Yeah, wide I, I could see that. Yeah, like his like weird straight really? jacket with yeah. the arms that go all the way to the ceiling. Yeah. Kind of like the straight jacket that Joker wears in the Batman. Yeah, the two thousand and five animated. Yeah, like, yeah, series. that shit yeah. sucked. Yeah. Um, and then. I ch- I was checked out for like the last hour of this movie. Couldn't tell you how it ended. Yeah. Um. So he turns Winona Ryder into a vampire. She that. wants that to happen. Yeah. She sucks his blood out of his ribcage. Keanu, yeah. He decides he doesn't want to do it. Oh yeah, we should mention that Keanu like. His hair gets progressively more gray as after the movie escaping. Goes on. And there's that whole scene where you. This is such a long movie. <laughs> yeah, this movie's three hours. <laughs> there's that fucking point where he escapes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and f- stumbles upon a church. Yeah, and goes, "Hey, what? Send writer. this letter to my wife. Well, my soon-to-be wife." And the letter reads, "Come to this church so we can get married." And she's like, "Hot damn, let's go! I've been fucking <laughs> Dracula, been but fucking doesn't matter." Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah. So she decides she's gonna go to be with Dracula, but then Van Helsing is like. Well, let's use her to track down Dracula or something, and then they race Dracula to his castle, and then they like ambush Dracula's caravan of they say like it's gypsies that are running his caravan, yeah. and they kill all those guys, and then Dracula comes out, and they get into a little fight, and in classic vampire fashion, the climax is very anticlimactic. They just slit his throat real quick, and then stab him in the chest, and mm. he kind of dies. And Winona tries to like protect him with like a rifle, and he, she's like, "No, nobody any closer. I love him. I love him." And then he still does die. And then after that, I don't know what the fuck happens. I think it just ends. At least in my mind, it just ends. Something I do like that I just remembered about this movie. Yeah. Um, Lucy, Winona Ryder's friend in this movie. Yes. Becomes a vampire. Uh-huh. Uh, she dies. They bury her. And they bury her in this very elaborate outfit. Um, I'm glad that awful noise just started up. Yeah. With this, like, big collar and this big uh-huh. headdress and stuff like that. And then she comes back as a vampire and she looks very cool. Yeah. And they, like, knock her down. And they stake her, and she's like, ah, ah, and then they cut off her head, and it yeah. looks cool. Yeah, well, that was a good shot, yeah. Yeah. That was a good shot. 
was like five good shots in the three hours of yeah, this movie. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Like I said, I can't, I cannot express how much I just hate Gary Oldman as Dracula. Yeah. I hate Keanu Reeves in this movie. I hate Anthony Perkins in this movie. I hate how long this movie is. I hate how most of it looks. I hate just the choices they made. Like, I just hate, like, the idea of, like, this romantic, like, courting Dracula who has no swagger. Yeah. He's not got any swagger. It'd be different if, like, he was kind of smooth-talking, kind of smiley, a little bit cheery. You kind of liked him. Perhaps if you liked Dracula, I, would, I wouldn't mind spending three hours with him, but I don't yeah, like this Dracula. He's like, hello, and she's like, all right, yeah, I'll cuck my husband. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just saying very innocuous shit, just like, oh, I would like to see a cinematograph. And then she's like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this to Jonathan. Yeah, and then he's just got those awful sunglasses. Hate him. Don't think sunglasses existed back then. Um, so anyways, yeah, this is a piece of shit movie. As far as I'm concerned, this is a fucking F. I would yeah. not recommend it. I don't think... Ugh. It just... The only saving grace it has for me is, like, that cover of the fucking DVD is so iconic. And it just reeks of, like, this was a big deal in the 90s to me. And that's the only thing that gives it any points for me. It's just the idea that, like, it made an impact, kind of. Does that make any sense? Like, I don't like the Titanic. Okay. But, like, I see a Titanic poster, I'm like, I always think of, like, oh, yeah. For some reason, that reminds me of Friends. I don't like Friends. But I think my ma did. And so there's, like, a weird little soft spot where I'm like, oh, yeah, Friends exists. Same thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. I want to like it. I've seen it. It's a piece of shit. The it's old... got a badass DVD cover, though. You know what I'm talking about? The one yeah. that's like stone with the little face and the red. That font's a good font. That's yeah. a good Dracula font. The that's only... the best thing about this movie, is that Dracula font. The only reference I have for this movie in that vein is my local movie theater when I was a kid had little displays all over the place with like props from movies uh, and stuff like that. I know exactly what you're talking about. And you're then, talking about the glass and then behind yeah, the glass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the, uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the, uh, the Star Theater on Gresham. Yeah, yeah. They had a little Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula. What do they have display. in it, though? I can't I don't remember. remember. Yeah. I just remember fuck. they had one of those and they had one for Is Brady it gone Roman. now? Oh, oh, it's long gone. Yeah, yeah. Wow. What a bummer. Yeah, I remember yeah. that so vividly. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite things. They had like three or four of them or yeah. something. Right, yeah. I just remember the two. Yeah. Um, but besides that, yeah, no, I haven't thought about this movie until we started thinking about watching it, and then we watched it, and now I'm afraid to watch Robert De Niro's Frankenstein. Oh no, I'm happy about that. I yeah? can't wait. Yeah, I'm scared. I cannot wait because it feels like the same situation where I'm like Gary Oldman is Dracula, Anthony Hopkins is uh, Van Helsing. Yeah, this movie could be not bad. Well, do you want to hop into Frankenstein's next? Do you want to watch the three, and then we can watch Curse, and then we can watch Mary Shelley's? Oh, we can also watch Reanimator, kind of, because that's the H.P. Lovecraft short story, 80s kind of Frankenstein story. Young Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that would be the What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, and also we got to watch Halloween's. Yeah, starting this week, basically. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. We'll get to Frankenstein later. Maybe? Yeah, I guess so. We'll see how it goes. We'll think. Anyways, about it. this movie sucks. Big butts, and uh, I cannot lie. I'd also give it an F. Two fangs way down. Yeah, two fangs way down. Hey, Chris, you know what movie I fucking love to pieces? Yeah, I love that movie a lot, too. I know what you're talking about. Werner Herzog's Nosferatu. Yeah, that was a really, really good. Um, we finished At it. At times, it feels, just to jump the gun, 
like like watching the crucible or something that like the school would make me watch yeah in a good way yeah um where it's just like like i remember seeing a couple of films where i'm like in seven years i'll probably appreciate this <laughs> but you're making me watch it right now i, get that, I, I get don't that. Yeah, care yeah. about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i just loved this movie yeah um i said it when we finished. great vibe great pace i said it when we finished it this this it's not gonna move you off my hundred list yeah um I love how you said it initially, and I didn't. I was a little apprehensive, but yeah, I think it might be one of my favorite, if not my favorite, vampire depiction. Although, like, Bela Lugosi's just is such a shining star yeah, for the, me. Like, there's something about this Nosferatu. Can't think of the actor's name. I'm sorry, but I didn't like him at first. But as the movie goes on, I'm like, oh no, I definitely get this, and I definitely uh-huh. get where they're going with this Nosferatu. I didn't like. How he didn't really look like Nosferatu. He kind of looked like a baby. Yeah. As well as Nosferatu. Big creepy baby. But he's just so creepy and just unsettling and just the way he talks. And this movie is so, so quiet and so scary. Um, like It's not even scary. I would say it's like horrifying like where i'm not Mm -hmm. like the entire time i'm just like oh fuck i don't like this Mm -hmm. oh i don't like this but i like it you know Mm -hmm. i think like the best example i could probably give and it's probably my favorite scene in the movie and it's a scene we've seen four times now three times now in all the other dracula nosferatu um where the ship that he's on shows up to the harbor and the whole crew is dead. Like, the ship is empty and the captain's dead. Mm-hmm. And all the other movies, the ship shows up and we just see a bunch of guys on board and like, Mariano, everyone's dead on the ship. And they're like, oh, that's strange. But in this one, there's just a shot of um, the canal. And it hangs out. It's just one steady shot. And the ship just slowly floats into frame. And you can see that there's nobody on it. Mm-hmm. And it bumps up against the side of the canal. And then you see the captain tied to the to the mast, just dead. And it takes a while. And like I said, it's just dead quiet. And it's so fucking good. And that's how I would describe this whole movie. It's mm. just, it's quiet and something just kind of starts to happen. And then it happens and you're like, oh, no. Yeah, I like the like slow build. It's just got this creeping, progressive kind of like atmosphere about it. Like I, I, one of the things that I love about this that you don't really see in a lot of the other ones is like, um, you know, when she's like, I, "I figured it out, I figured it out," and she's stopping all of the men who are carrying caskets through the. Yeah. She's like, and he's just like, "Yeah, the the council's dead," and she's like, "Well, let me talk to the mayor." And he's like, "Yeah, the mayor's dead," and then like it comes to a climax, in my opinion, in my favorite scene of this whole thing, uh, when everybody's dancing in the town square yeah. and having their last supper yeah. before because they're basically just like yeah we're fucked we're gonna get the plague too and we're gonna die yeah so we might as well just get fucking pissed drunk and eat all the food before we die <laughs> i do i do like it there's a scene before that um i can't remember who's involved with the scene but they're trying to arrest somebody they're trying to arrest van helsing i think yeah because he's staked dracula yes. yeah, yeah, yeah yes and they're like arrest this man and he's like and there's just this little old man in a top hat in the background he's like me and he's like yeah arrest him he's like i'm not a cop he's like well then go get the cops he's like they're all dead and he's like 
well then arrest this man he's like and take him where the jet everybody's dead there's yeah. nowhere for me to go yeah um yeah i think my favorite part of this movie for sure uh in my opinion i think the movie really kicks off i would say jonathan in the castle yeah, I guess it's Jonathan in the castle. I was gonna say like after the boat shows up because there's so many cool things after the boat shows up. But yeah, this movie just fucking rips. Yeah, I love I th- like this is my favorite version of like, oh, I cut my thumb when he's like, yeah, oh, it's an old remedy. It's the best thing to do. And he <laughs> sucks on Jonathan Harker's hand. Yeah, I think everything in this movie is the best version of yeah. anything we've seen. Yeah, I think the movie kicks off when he starts going to Dracula's castle. Uh huh. Like we said in the other movies, he either just shows up there or we get some quick shots of him on a buggy. Well, yeah, I love the shot, actually, like, of everybody in the bar looking at him. Yeah. Very striking. There's, or, this is just a beautiful sense of, like, oh, yeah, him going. Like, I would I would guarantee that Werner Herzog has an influence on Christopher Nolan because there's so many shots of, like, yeah. just, like, slightly shaky cam in the dark cave or, like, Jonathan Harker's looking up at, like, a soft kind of like stream waterfall that's falling and i'm like this looks like batman scoping out his cave and batman begins before he yeah before he builds yeah there's a lot of shots of him like climbing mountains or not mountains but giant hills yeah and or just then, fog like, in the morning on the hilltops fog in the Beautiful. morning and then him climbing different uh, hills and mountains and then when we finish i want to watch this more. movie right now yeah and then more and more, and then we get shots of him like silhouetted because it's night now. You mm-hmm. get a sense of like this is a journey for him. Um, and I love it's not something I really ever notice in movies, and when I do notice it, it's for the wrong reasons. Except for this one, such a great use of spotlights in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Uh, specifically, when he's in Nosferatu's castle, when he first gets there. There are a few scenes where they're sitting at a table together, or it's usually when they're sitting across from each other, uh, Jonathan and Nosferatu, where he has a spotlight on him, and Nosferatu is just sitting in darkness, Mm -hmm. but he's so pale that you can see pretty much just his head (laughs) just floating in the darkness. And then, like, after he sucks his thumb and he kind of runs from him a little bit and then Mm -hmm. falls into a chair... And they're sitting across from each other in front of a fire. Mm-hmm. There is, yeah, very clearly just a spotlight on him on that mm-hmm. half of the screen. And then he's just sitting in, uh, Nosferatu yeah. sitting in blackness. And then there's the fire behind them. Um, I think this is the real genius film that we've talked about. Even though I was talking lightly about, like, what we do in the show being, like, genius and clever. I think this is very clever. Even, like, the salt circle thing. And, like, even yeah. the fact that, like, when the maid comes in, he's just, like sweep up all this dust i'd say i like that <laughs> and then he just steps out of the circle i like i like all that i'd say that's yeah. probably the weakest part of the movie to me is that yeah. and he's like mm, i am nosferatu now not um, that part necessarily i mean specifically yeah. the part where he's okay, like yeah, yeah. sweep up this dust and uh you know just shit like the, the little jail scene uh with the whole like eh, nobody's down at the jail and uh also even just the idea that you know this is the most expressively we've seen mm-hmm. um um van helsing actually be in trouble for what yeah. the world would see him doing the world would see him murdering a man that's what the world would see yeah, yeah, yeah. um also oh, i'm sorry one, one last spotlight is after he which we'll get to this scene in a second after he sucks the blood out of jonathan's uh, wife girlfriend Whatever her name is, I can't remember. I'm sorry. Mina. Nina. Mina. Um, Mina. With M. Mina. Mina. Um, uh, it's like Van Helsing or a doctor or somebody checking on her, 
and he's dead in the corner mm-hmm. and there's just a spotlight on him yeah and it's just it's not that distracting it's just so you can see him the entire time that mm-hmm. scene. and it's great um i think he is the creepiest vampire we've seen so far in just such a quiet uncomfortable way like he's not scary he's just awfully unsettling Mm-hmm. Just the way he talks, the way his like mouth smacks when he says certain words and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. just oh, it's the oldest remedy. Please let me suck on your thumb. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just great. I will say something that's happened in a few of these movies that I do not like makes me laugh every time I see it, and I don't know why they insist on doing it. But when you see this vampire with a coffin under one arm running yeah. around like where am i gonna put this where am i gonna put this yeah great so fucking fun i like I it, it. Yeah, i love yeah, yeah. it um yeah and you know just everything i feel like gets treated with like this like weight and reverence mm-hmm. you know everything just feels so like you know the captain being the last one alive and like tying himself to his fucking yeah steering wheel <laughs> I called it a mast earlier. I'm yeah. not sure that's what it is. I don't know anything about ships. I've never been a seaman type. I don't really care for the ocean or... You know what I mean? Anyways. Um, yeah, like I said, Jonathan's trek is a serious thing that feels like it takes time. You know, the, the, the trip on the ocean with everybody slowly dying of the plague feels like it takes time. The whole town dying feels like it takes time, yeah. right? Like, it just... You know, and and this is a movie that, f- fuck it, you know, even though it, I don't know how to describe the contrast between this and Bram Stoker's. Maybe, like, this is a movie that actually feels like it takes up time, whereas Bram Stoker's just takes up time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, yeah, I love this. This is, uh, you know, an astronomical uh, A+. plus in my book i just i love this i can't wait to watch it again and again and again and again and again um the music's great there's um a scene where mina is brushing her hair in the mirror and you see behind her the door Mm -hmm. open and she goes (gasps) and you see his shadow behind her Mm -hmm. and the door closes and the shadows on the inside of the door Mm -hmm. where she is Mm -hmm. i was like oh that's just a cool spooky way to show him just like supernaturally slinking into the room and i'm like oh fuck that's right he's mm-hmm. a vampire doesn't show up in mirrors he's just yeah. walking in behind her mm-hmm. and they talk for a little bit and she flashes the cross mm-hmm. and she's like i know what you're fucking up to it ain't gonna work okay mm-hmm. and he's like okay and then yeah her plan eventually becomes she's going to let dracula suck out her blood and he's going to be so into it that he's not going to realize he's there until morning yeah and the sunlight is and it worked it. she was right and it works yeah and it's the only time in this movie where you see him bite anybody and drink their blood. And it is so... Yeah, it made me actually go, Ooh! It is so intentionally sexy. <laughs> it is so fucking uncomfortable. I said to you while we were watching it, I was like, this is so sexy and I hate it. Because he's so gross. Oh. Everything he's doing is so gross, but he's so like sensual while doing yeah. it. I'm like yeah, he like bites into her neck and he's like sucking it out with his mouth and I was like the Ugh. forbidden fruit you bite into that yeah. Adam's apple like with in his my little mind, rat teeth. In my mind, the way vampires work always has been they get you with the teeth and then the teeth suck up the blood. Oh, ooh, that's worse. Bone needles? You're talking about bone I'm needles? I'm talking bone needles. Oh, I think bone I needles hate it. are better than just jabbing with your teeth and then. 
Yeah, that shit sucks to me. Um, uh, Bone Needles is fucked. <sighs> I think Bone Needles is cooler, but this is creepier, and I liked it a little bit more. God. And yeah, fuck, there's all the scenes of just the town just shits on fire, and they're carrying a hundred... There's that one big scene where you just see hundreds of people walking out with, like, dozens uh, yeah. and dozens of coffins, and it's just that big, yeah. big shot. Oh, it's so good. Coffins, rats... Talks about Last Supper. So many rats. So many rats in this movie. Lots of rats. Wonder what the rat budget was. It was huge. They killed a lot of rats. It's a bummer. It'd be interesting if that shit was like public information. Like you could just look at the budget for a movie. Yeah. Legitimately, like what was what the budget, where the money went. I'm sure it's one of those things. You gotta lie a lot to get a movie made. So oh, one hundred percent. And just other shit like you're talking about with like the uh, the idea of like kind of cooking the books or whatever. Like you don't really want to make it public. What do you mean you spent you know hundred thousand dollars on a fucking Coca Cola? How much Coca Cola were you guys drinking? Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of shit that I'm sure there's lies and you know. Yeah, it's right. It's probably one of those things that only the people that need to know know. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway. anyways, yeah, that's an A plus movie. A plus uh, Bram Stoker's Francis Ford Coppola's worst movie i've ever seen and i've seen the terror and i think dementia 13 was his and those movies rip and also that godfather was okay but this is a piece of shit and then what we do in the shadows is very funny it's great love it yeah I'd say close, maybe one day I'll get the chance to make a vampire movie these first and these last ones i'd say the first and the last movie uh, close to perfect Middle did we start one, with 1931 bella lugosi Oh, I, I meant in this episode. Oh, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. yes, I thought you were giving your overview of the vampire. I was giving an overview for this one. Yeah. I would say, out of all the movies we watched, I'd say it'd go Herzog, Bella Lugosi, Nosferatu. No, I'm sorry. It would go Herzog, Shadows, Bella Lugosi, Nosferatu. Horror. Six empty spaces. <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> it's very funny. Well, I think that's that. Mattress Man. If you need more soup, Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or go to our website, eatingsoupalone.com. And until next time...